Moving on to the next bracha, which is going to be Poikeach Ivrim. Seemingly a very simple bracha to have gratitude and understand properly. But uh, I do want to mention a couple of things and we'll try to get to the next bracha also. Poikeach Ivrim, who gives sight to the blind. So, most of us, Baruch Hashem, have two eyes that work. And we thank the Rabbi Shalom for the tremendous bracha of sight which means that we have a pair of the most incredible cameras that exist. That's what it is. It's the most amazing thing. Um, those of you that were Zoycha to come with me, I once took the Olam to Rebetzin Carmel. Lives, me, lives near me. Went there on a Friday night, remember? And uh, she's got ALS, and she was uh, she used to give Shurim. She wrote a shir with her eyes. Right? If you remember, it took a bunch of hours. Yeah. And I said over the shir that she said it was a short lesson. And then that short lesson took hours and hours. And she used only her eye to be able to do that. In fact, there was a man in France years ago who was able to only move his left eyelid. And uh, that was the only small part of his body that was able to move. With assistance, obviously, he was able to communicate. And they would point to the, you know, the ABC board. And he would move his left eyelid slightly. And that would be the thing. And through that, they would drop down a letter. And through that process, they eventually managed to assemble words and sentences. Took a long time. He wrote an entire book with his left eyelid alone. Now, it took him a long time. It was published. Within a few days, 25,000 copies were sold. It was an unbelievable thing with the appreciation that people had of the realization that we have two beautiful working eyes that we can see all the time. Beautiful, vibrant color is an amazing thing. And he was able to use the smallest left eyelid to be able to communicate, to write a whole book. And that's amazing. Now, just imagine, right, how easy this man who wrote a book, yeah, and it took him a long time, would think, can you imagine if I had two eyes? Imagine I have a left and a right. Imagine how easy it would have been for me to actually have a hand and even a computer. We have one of that. We have all the things that we have in our lives. We have to realize we have fully functional eyelids, eyelashes, pupils, vision, color, everything as well that we have to realize and we have to appreciate in that case. In fact, the Yusuf V'Shoshva brings down that a person, when he says this bracha, or right before he says this bracha, should actually close his eyes. Close your eyes for a moment, let it go dark, and then say the bracha pokeachivim. Changes everything. Those of you that have ever been in a mitzvah, maybe we'll go again to the blind museum that they have here in Israel. The boys came out saying clearly that the appreciation that they have for sight is incomparable. Right? Just think about, for example, the godless of what we have. Okay? One of the many muscles we have is what allows us to blink. In fact, a person is capable of blinking approximately five times in one second, which allows the eye to be washed out. Right, and um from all of the various pieces and everything that could be could be hanging around over there, which does not disturb our vision. The pupils dilate according to how much light is necessary at that time. And you have two eyes that work in unison. Sometimes if you go to the um eye doctor, optometrist, they'll give you, you know, these interesting glasses and they'll put like the thing in this side and that side, whatever it is. And sometimes you can only see with one eye and you, you blink and you're trying to figure it out. You have two eyes that work simultaneously. That is absolutely unbelievable. We have the most amazing bone frame, by the way, in our skull that was specifically um, constructed, right, and designed that protects the eye and the eyelid and everything else that goes on over there, and anything approaches the eye, there's an almost an automatic, you know, windscreen wiper that comes down, and we blink. We don't even think about half of these things in that case. And by the way, 
for those people that wear glasses and our eyes are perhaps not 100% perfect, we have to give thanks in this bracha and be grateful for the Rabboni Shalolam for giving the idea and the Chochmah to people to be able to have an idea called glasses or lenses or contact lenses, whatever, and the raw materials are available. And the Rabboni Shalom gave the inspiration to inventors to invent this product, and because of that, we're able to afford them and buy it and use it and be able to see even better. So that's an amazing, amazing thing. By the way, Included in this bracha, is also the gift of knowledge and understanding, without which obviously we would have nothing. The Gemara in the Dorim, Samach Daladom Beis, brings down that blind people are actually considered as being dead in a certain sense. We know that by Yaakov and Esau, they'll sugi over there, because when a person is blind, it limits his ability to do much. And therefore, it's a very big gift. So the gift of sight is not just the sight, but it's everything that goes together with it and what we are able to accomplish with that, which is really, really incredible. We'll just do one more bracha for today, and that is the next bracha, which is Mal Bisharumim, who clothes the naked. Now, this is also an amazing thing, because clothes distinguish and differentiate us, a human being, than an animal. An animal walks around with nothing, but a human being has self-dignity, right? It has self-esteem. We should have. We have to work on that. But we have to realize that Mal Bisharumim means that we are different than an animal, and the Rabbani Shem provides us with a tremendous amount of clothing. And we have to thank him for the clothing and the various benefits of having clothing and wearing them. That means the Rabbani Shalom has provided us with the materials to manufacture clothing. For example, in the winter time, we have scarves, we have, you know, jackets, we have coats, and we have jumpers and sweaters and everything that we need and boots and scarves and, uh, and uh, gloves, whatever. And that's an amazing thing. And in the winter, we suddenly change our clothing to lightweight clothing, which is much thinner, much lighter, much easier. We have all of these things, right? When we say the Baruch HaMalbush woman, it includes everything, right? Not only the clothing, but by the way, did you notice that many of the clothing has buttons and has buttonholes and there are zips and there are Velcro, all sorts of inventions that were created to make wearing clothing an easier and more comfortable experience. Pockets. Great idea. In clothing, we have pockets as well. It's all including in that thing. And we'll just say this one idea, that clothing our body also has an incredible idea, is that it prevents others from seeing that which should not be seen. Our physical bodies, as we know, are covered with modesty to indicate that it's not the outside physicality that's important, but rather the inside pure intricate neshama, the wonderful soul that is the main entity of our being. And it's interesting to note that the bracha, by the way, very interesting, Malbusha woman comes right after eyes, right? Many of the actual brachas that we'll talk about are physical things, our bodies, right? Whereas this one is actually talking about an external benefit, meaning clothing. Why? Because there's a tremendous benefit over here. And perhaps the lesson is, is that a person's ability to see, which is a tremendous bracha, can be misused if he uses his vision to view the wrong thing. And we need to ensure that our eyes remain a bracha and we're not tempted to look and, and do the wrong thing as well. So that's all included in the bracha of Malbisha Women. Tomorrow we shall continue.